Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well and staying healthy and enjoying the new year. Did you get a chance to listen to Lakin and I from Kagan Baked Goods, my daughter, on our last episode? Be sure to listen in. And um, we talk about how 2020 impacted her baking business and how she was able to pivot her services and systems to increase her sales. So 2020 to us was a blessing in disguise. So check that uh, last episode out. And I wanted to tell you guys, it is not too late to jump into the One Funnel Away 30-Day Challenge. It will be live with the option of recordings as well. And this course is really the one that um, changed my business. It will equip you with marketing skills and strategies to find your unique clients and customers, techniques to implement to increase sales, all while keeping you accountable and providing really daily support along the way. And not only daily support with um, they have coaches as well as an accountability group. You will meet other people in the group that you will bond with. I still keep in touch with people that I took the challenge with last April. So it's an awesome group to network with and really um, stay in contact and grow with each other. The link is located in the show notes. So if you're interested in that, join us. I am actually taking it again because it's live with the creator of the course, uh, Russell Brunson, and I want to learn. I want to increase my skill set. So if you want to jump in, jump in with me. I'd love to have you. Now, let's get started with this week's episode. As moms, we will do anything for our kids. Well, almost anything. Is your child an aspiring entrepreneur or do they already have a business and just don't know how to gain traction, momentum, and sales? For the last nine years, I've been guiding my daughter in running and scaling her online baking business. Find out the scoop as we hear from other mom bosses and learn how their kidpreneurs are successfully making five and six figures dominating their markets. What do they know that you don't? Tune in every week while these mom managers spill the tea. Well, Lemonade, helping you through the ins and outs of business so you too can guide your kidpreneur to pursue their dreams, build confidence, and their bank account along the way. Join the ranks of this elite mom boss tribe. I am your host, Katrina Wilson, and you are listening to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome. We have a returning guest with us today, Meg Brunson. She is the host of the Familypreneur podcast. She's a mom of four girls. Yay. Love that. Marketer, podcast host, host, author, speaker, and the founder of EIEIO Marketing. Her podcast is called Familypreneur's can't even speak. Sorry, a little tongue-tied there. And um, focusing on marketing, doing it the right way. She's worked at Facebook. Want to touch on that a little bit more. Uh, Meg, I came across your podcast and I loved how many diverse uh, guests you had on it and all the tips and tricks you had. Uh, why don't you give us a little bit about your background and your backstory and, and how you've come to where you are? Sure. So I've always been entrepreneurial. I jumped in after a traumatic pregnancy, 
um, I went back to work for a little bit at Facebook, but back to a traditional job, I should say, in air quotes, a, a, a quote unquote real job. Um, and then realized I really wanted that, that freedom and flexibility, which is why I once again left the traditional workforce to build my own business. Um, as you mentioned, I founded EIEIO Marketing after leaving Facebook, and I applied a lot of what I had learned at Facebook. I mean, why recreate the wheel, right? Take what Facebook is doing internally and try to apply that to my own independent business um, and started leveraging that. And it was that, that experience of really, but before I had been entrepreneurial and it was almost like a franchise model, like I had bought into a program that provided you um, with like a, a platform and things like that. But EIEIO marketing was like building from scratch. So it was the first business I totally built from scratch. I had ki little kids at home with me and that experience was the motivation for the Familypreneur podcast. So I launched the podcast about a year after I left Facebook and it was really inspired by that first year of, of chaos and trying <laughs> to figure out balance. And that's where it came from. Familypreneur balance, like yes. trying to figure out, trying to balance family and entrepreneurship. Cause for me, I felt like work life balance didn't really cover it. Um, that didn't really illustrate what I was trying to achieve. It was really that family entrepreneurial balance. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where the podcast came from. And it's evolved over the past two years. And actually, we're approaching uh, three years. So over the past three years, it's evolved a little bit more. And now, you know, back in the early days, we focused on kind of everything, family and entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial. And now we're focusing it very specifically on marketing. That's my area of expertise. It's where I like spending the most time. I've built up an amazing network of people who are in that marketing space or in a space that directly complements marketing. And so that's where the focus has, has shifted a little bit for the podcast. That's awesome. Because I think that's, that's really one of the areas that when you're starting a business, it's like, how do I even market myself? Do I, do I market myself? Am I part of the brand as, you know, if you have a product or service, you know, so it's, it's very, it could be overwhelming. And when you're, you're starting off, you know, your business, you're like, what avenue do I take? And especially if you're starting a business with your children, do you want your children on social media? There's all these different areas yeah. to consider and gray areas and, so I get it. I get it. And that's why you're here to, to help us out. Um, tell us one of the biggest mistake you, you see families making when they jump into the online space and they want to get either their product or service out the door. Um, what, what's the biggest mistake they make? I think the biggest mistake is trying to do too much at once. Mm -hmm. So you'll, you think about um, competitors if you will, in your field, other people who are doing the same thing as you, and they are on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and so you're thinking, well, I need to be on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, and I need a podcast. Oh, and Instagram's pretty cool. Oh, and I TikTok and Reels. <laughs> on and pretty soon yes. it's like you're you've got so many ideas. You want to be on all the places, and the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to burn out because absolutely. It's, you're comparing like your first year in business to somebody else's 
second, third, fifth, 10th year in business. So you have to remember that people who've been in business longer, they've had more time to develop systems. They've mm. had more time to build revenue and to build teams, you know, people to collaborate and help them with their, their marketing and their processes. So you need to dial things back. Don't try to be in all the places. I always recommend go ahead and, and, and create an account on all the places, get your username, you know, try to, try to make yes. those usernames the same. Um, across all of the accounts, but then take a step back, figure out, and a step far back, figure out exactly who you're trying to target. Like, who is your ideal person? Because you need to be where they are, not really where you want to be, if that makes sense. So you might be super comfortable on Facebook, but if your people are on Instagram, then you need to get comfortable on Instagram and focus on Instagram, build Instagram up, and, you know, milk that for all it's worth before you expand over into Facebook. I think too many people are trying to build a Facebook group and trying to master Instagram stories, especially, which is much different than the feed and then podcasts and YouTube. And it just becomes too much and they get overwhelmed and crash, especially if a kid is involved because a child <laughs> yes. just has a whole nother, a whole other limit on their attention span. Um, I think the, the perk is that your kid can probably teach you something about those platforms. Like you'd be surprised. Um, yes. <laughs> my daughter teaches me TikTok, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so keeping it very simple, focusing on one, maybe two platforms. If you're already like, and you'll know your comfort level. If you already feel pretty savvy on Facebook and Instagram, maybe you could handle two at once, but start with one or two master those, get comfortable, get to a spot where you can do 90 days without stress and then add on another platform. And it'll be easy to add them on that way. Um, and once you get to that point too, you can start to uh, dive into strategies to repurpose content. So you're not actually creating new content on all of the platforms. You're creating one core piece of content and then splitting it up and yes. sharing it in different ways. But it, those are advanced techniques and we need to we need to acknowledge that they exist so we don't forget to come back to them. But we need to focus on the fact that you're just starting out, so keep it simple, keep it basic. Master one avenue and then add on. I love that because I think so many people do get overwhelmed. I've done it myself. And, I, and, and really looking at other people and looking at other businesses, and I have to remind myself, don't compare my chapter one to their chapter 45, because yep. they've been in this space a long time. You, like you said, they have the resources to hire a support team. They have the resources to do all these things. And as moms, <laughs> we wear a lot of hats anyway. So to put all that on ourselves that we have to master this platform and that platform and this platform and we have to recreate all this content it's yeah no one no matter what I, this is why we want to just kind of walk away yeah. and yeah so great advice I love all that um, another question I have for you and in what ways um, have you guided your children in regards to starting their own businesses and what type of adventures have they started or wanted to start? What kind of ideas have they, they come up with in the past? 
Sure. So I've got four kids. Um, they're currently five, seven, nine, and 13. Wow. I have to think that one through. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> and the first time, like the very first business any of my kids um, attempted to start was my oldest daughter, who's 13 now. And I believe she was nine or 10 at the mm-hmm. time. And she really wanted to make some money to fly to grandma's house in South Carolina. And we were in Phoenix. And it's not a cheap trip, especially when you've got a family of six. Um, and so I kind of joked around and said, well, you'll have to get a job. Right. And she looked at me and said, well, what can I do? And it was like, I was being kind of sarcastic and she's like, okay, well, what can I, like, what kind of job could I do at nine? And it, I almost said, oh, well, honey, I, I was just kidding. You're not old enough. Right. But then I thought, why not? Like, I'm an entrepreneur. I've built my own thing. Why can't she build her own thing? So we started to just talk about, well, and I mean, I didn't have a a guide for this. I just thought in my head, (laughs) well, what I do is I found something I was good at that, that other people would pay for. And then I started offering what I was good at, right? Just thinking like basics. So we started talking to her and I said, well, what are some things you're really good at? And so she started to create a list. We started to talk about things she was really good at. And as she was talking, I was thinking like, how could you make money on that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. How could we turn that into money. And ultimately, um, I won't go through like each little <laughs> step, but ultimately what we came up with was what was her area of expertise? Well, she is an expert big sister. She is nine. She's got three little sisters. She is an expert big sister. And what is one big way that she helps mom and dad? Well, she helps mom and dad because she reads to her sisters at night. Now, there are some parents out there who absolutely love nighttime story time and just cuddling and reading. That's not me, right? Like, that's just not me. Um, I read to to the kids because I know it's good for them, but it's just not my happy place. (laughs) But she would read them their bedtime stories before bed. And that allowed my husband and I to finish the dishes or, you know, do a load of laundry or, you know, do whatever else we needed to do. Maybe I was working on my business. So I'm like, okay, so this is something great. Now, what if we turned that into recommending books for other people and like reviewing books? So that's where we started is that she would, we would read a book. She would write a little review and it was, with my help, right? Because she was nine. She wasn't writing like full blog sure. posts. Um, but I'd like ask questions and she'd answer them and we'd publish them on a blog. The blog isn't live anymore. Um, but she'd also do some videos. She was very charismatic and loved to be on video. So she would talk about things on the video. I ended up um, signing up for uh, a book, getting like a book company. Mm-hmm. So we could sell those books. We also used Amazon affiliate links. Now she didn't bank, right? She's not right. Like a millionaire now. Um, she's not, but she had the experience. Yes, she learned about the about the cost of doing business. Sure, you know, like learned about affiliate income and that you don't make a lot of money that way. You have to sell a lot of books to make a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a hundred dollars worth of books here. And so she started to learn like the value of a dollar and the value of work. And she would say things like, well, how many books do I have to sell to get the airplane ticket? 
Mm. And we would calculate that out. Sure. And it was super shock, right? You're like, oh my goodness. But then we talked about, you know, and we never went a, a different route from that. But it was like, well, if you wrote your own book, ah. that wasn't of interest to her. Okay. So okay. I don't push it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's part of the, part of my approach is just let her, let them guide the experience. Yes. And if it turns into a, a million dollar company, cool. Right. Yep. Um, but if it doesn't, I mean, it's probably not going to. Right. <laughs> and if it doesn't, that's fine too, because I'm trying to build them up for success as an adult. And so I'm just letting them guide the process while infusing as much of those entrepreneurial values and lessons into them as possible. Um, most recently, my five-year-old had a podcast. I don't think it's still live. It might still be live, to be honest with you. There were just a few episodes. And I think it was about a year ago that she recorded her last one. Um, and it was awful. No, I mean, it was very cute. It was very cute for me as her mom. Right, right. But yeah. like, why anybody else would listen to it, I have no idea. What was she it, talking she about? Knows. What was it about? Well, whatever came to her four-year-old mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> purple. Right. Whatever came to her four-year-old mind. Wherever, I don't even remember where we were in the world. Um, so probably some of the things we did. I'd be like, are you done? Not yet. And she'd go until she was done. It was not good. People listened. I don't know who those people were. People listened. She got, I, at one point, she, when we got 100 downloads, I was like, who are these 100 people listening to my four-year-old babble on a podcast? But who knows? Right. Who are these people? So, and she got to experience it. She got to learn about the microphone and how that works. And yeah. I showed her how we edit it. And she helped me design her cover photo. And, you know... It's, it's just those experiences that eventually someday are going to contribute to something amazing. And I don't know yet what that will be. You never know. But even right now, her, her brain is still turning. Now she wants, you know, we, we travel full time, campground to campground, and she wants to set up um, a stand, mm -hmm. a store in front of our RV to sell things. And so I haven't, I haven't poo-pooed the idea, but we're, we're talking through what would be a good thing to sell. We don't have a lot of room for okay. product. You know? So now we've, we're kind of, um, she wanted to do either craft kits to appeal to parents with kids, yep. or we thought doggy biscuits, which would appeal to the pet parents. So, and will we ever actually do it? I don't know, but we're talking about it. We're building the business plan. Ooh, yeah. Right. And in that, we're learning about math because she said, well, I'm going to sell the craft kits for $10. Well, okay, but what's in that? Yeah, right. You, you're entertaining the conversation. Right. And yeah. we'll have to make, if we're going to sell it for $10, we have to make sure we're not spending more than 3 to $5 mm. on the craft kit because we have to have a profit and we have to be able to put some of it back into the business. So it's like talking to her at five and then yep. trying to break those concepts down for a five-year-old to understand them. Um, yes. So I think that's, the, the, those are kind of the strategies and the way we approach it in our house. We do have, we have these little businesses that are like little pop-up businesses. And so far, nothing has lasted super long. But I also know that even if they end up going a traditional route, you know, one of my kiddos wants to be a teacher. Um, a traditional, you know, 
business or, or, or what's the word I'm looking for, like occupation route, these skills are still going to benefit them no matter what they do. So we're just incorporate as much as we can. And it also is, is kind of fun because then when I'm working and they have questions, I can answer them. And I usually answer them in a way, purposely, in a way that goes over their head at first because I'll answer them like you were asking me. And then they'll ask additional mm-hmm. questions and we'll break it down. But it's gotten right. them familiar with so many concepts and ideas. I love that. I love that you are teaching them this. And, and what I love is that they are, and, and right, if they go to a tr- traditional employment route, but all these skills are transferable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they will use them for their lifetime. And that's, yep. that's what we want as parents, just to get, you know, give our kids the tools to put in their toolbox. Right. So whatever they choose, guess what? They can pull out those tools and they're better equipped with yes. what they want to do. So it reminds me of my daughter who's started her, bit, her cupcake business at 13. And like you said, you know, find your kids skill set of what they love to do. Um, don't push them down a road that they're not comfortable with. So now we're trying to, now at 22, we're thinking of ways she can monetize the business a little bit more. And she's really morphed into decorating sugar cookies. And that's her, her passion, her, she's really, truly a food artist. And I said to her, oh my gosh, why don't you do videos, tutorials, mm-hmm. learn all these techniques. She's got, you know, she's got all these tips and tricks and I couldn't do them. Like all of a sudden I see like my bottle of vodka's on the table and I'm like, what's going on here? And she's like, you use vodka to help spread the, um, now I'm not going to get this right. The, like the, the shimmering dust, like, so it looks okay. like shimmering. I, I don't know the right names cause she's the baker and the decorator. Um, but that's how they, she literally wets it with the vodka and paints it on the cookie. Well, who knows this? Is it, <laughs> it right? Like, do you, is there a reason why you use vodka like versus some kind of other agent, like the alcohol right. in it, but you need to explain to people why you're doing this and people will pay for this. Right. <laughs> That's the number one. So yeah, it, it's really, you know, bringing out that skill set in them and, and going down the route of, of where they want to be and, and what really benefits their personality style. And, but I love that, that you are going through the process of she wants to set up a stand okay, what's that stand look like? What are we going to sell? Okay. We've, we've even broken it down to like selling to dog owners as opposed to kids with craft or, you know, craft ideas. So that's awesome. I, I love that you're doing that with your kids. I get so excited about it. Thank you. Um, yeah. It's just, it, it's a different way of learning um, and teaching your kids. So love it, love it, love it. Um, so where can people find you, um, hear, 
find out more about what you're doing since you're traveling and you know you don't have that brick and mortar home or business you're strictly online and traveling across the country um what do you what what do you foresee your business kind of morphing into the next six to eight months oh gosh that's a great question and it's i feel like that's the toughest one to answer um because six months ago <laughs> i right? wouldn't have imagined i would be here and I think that that's part of the, the biggest lesson. And I, I will answer the question. I'm not going to just avoid sure. it. Um, but I think the biggest lesson is to have those, those dreams, those visions, those goals, but to give yourself grace and to be flexible and willing to pivot and to not compare what happens to what you thought it was going to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, especially right now, especially, I mean, 2020 has been crazy for everybody. So I think especially this year has, has helped enforce that lesson. Um, right now though, the way that I see the business going, I am actually trying to scale back on one-on-one -on -one work and focus a little bit more on educational um, work. So what that's hopefully gonna look like is I would still have a few one-on-one -on -one clients. I love working one-on-one -on -one with people, but I wanna be a little bit more choosy about who I work one-on-one -on -one with because that's, that's still kind of trading time for money. I can only have so many one-on-one -on -one clients while giving them the superb service they deserve and still allowing myself to be the mom I want to be. Um, and so I want to be choosy with those clients and I want to focus a little bit more time and attention on kind of mass education. I'm starting a membership program that's soft launching in December to my, oh. my audience and then we'll officially launch it I don't know exactly when yet. I'm going to play it a little bit by year, right? Sure, sure. Because part of the soft launch is I've got people who've known me for a while, who've invested in the membership, and they're going to help me build it out. They're going to iron out the kinks. We're going to test some different things. We're going to get it perfect. And then we'll open it up for the general public in 2021. Um, and that membership group, it will incorporate some of the community and the networking and, of course, the educational piece. Education from me. Um, as well as education from other experts that we can pull in to help familypreneurs. So parents, busy parents, building profitable businesses, trying to redefine balance, right? Yes. I, don't, I don't think balance, <laughs> it's never equal. Nobody wants equal. We no. want to spend more time with our families. But we need to find what that balance looks like for us. Mm -hmm. So if it's not 50-50, maybe it's 30-70, and maybe it changes right? Every week can be a different balance. So people who are kind of in that position and really want to focus on up-leveling their marketing, this will be the community for them. So that's launching in 2021. And I'm really hoping that that becomes like my happy place where I just spend the most time helping, guiding, educating, um, curating content and creating content to help other parents kind of pave a similar path to what, to what my family has been able to do where we've blended family and entrepreneurship together. We had this audacious, crazy goal um, to leave our house. We did it. We're traveling. Um, and, and that might not be your goal, but whatever it is, whatever that crazy goal is, I really honestly believe the key is to master marketing so that your business can grow, can be profitable, can be sustainable more your family so that you can ensure or make those dreams come true. I know that might sound kind of cliche, but. No, but 
I get it. I so get it now. And, and you're right, because, you know, looking back as, as my children are now starting to, I'm at the point where they're, they're all leaving the nest. So it's like, where do I want to take my business? Where, where do I see it going? Um, well, Meg, you've got some exciting things happening. I love it. Yeah. So where can people connect with you? What's the easiest way to find you online and, and really um, find out more about your programs and look for those, um, that exciting membership coming up? Yeah. So the best place to find me is megbrunson.com. That is my website. That's where all the things are or links to all the things are pretty well organized there. Um, I'm most active on Facebook and Instagram, Facebook for kind of family and business stuff. And Instagram's really where I talk about travel or where we share our travel stuff. I also do have a children's book um, that is on Amazon. It's um, called ABCs of Business. And it, it was mo- like the motivation for that book was really incorporating my kids into my business. Each letter represents a different marketing or a different business concept. Um, and unlike the traditional ABC order of the alphabet, the book actually goes out of order. So it starts with I is for idea and then goes through the process of idea, product, sales, and leads you through the alphabet with a cute little, you know, you can do anything message infused through there. Um, and I did consult with some educators and uh, my kids have, uh, a couple of my kids have speech disorders or speech delays. And so the out of order is actually really great for learning the letters and the alphabet because kids learn to memorize the ABCs and sing the song. But when you flip the order around, it helps them actually learn letter recognition. So there's like that letter recognition piece. um, And honestly, the book is probably best suited to actually read the book from cover to cover for about a first to second grade level kiddo. But I'll tell you that even my younger kiddos will just flip through and test their letter recognition. So it really can span. um, And it's just a fun way I've found to introduce concepts like niche or niche, however you want to kids. And the book kind of explains um, what that means. Great. Ah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So everybody look for that on Amazon, correct? Yes. Yes. Good, 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 good. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, You have shared a wealth of information and I'm really excited to keep an eye on you and watch for more programs that are are coming your way. So thank you. Thank you you so much for your time. Thank you. Did you just love all the tips and strategies Meg just brought to the table? She is amazing with her marketing. So please give her a follow, look her up. Everything's in the show notes. I love how she sprinkles in entrepreneurial lessons daily with her kids. So bravo, Meg. Check out the show notes because grab my free guide, 14 Top Tips for Parents to Kickstart Their Child's Entrepreneur Journey. You can find that, click on that, and it will scoot you over to our Facebook group, Guiding Parents with Kidpreneurs. This is where you will be able to network with other parents, receive tips, support, strategies, and information on starting or scaling your child's business. Listen, I have been there. I have been lost. I have searched on Google 800 hours, and you just get overwhelmed and frustrated. And so come 
join us. We're a supportive group that will help you along your journey and really shortcut your journey because we have tips and tricks that we can share with you that will help you along the way. And you're going to want to tune in next week because I have one phenomenal young man coming on next week. If you guys could see him, he is the cutest gentleman, young man. He's 11 years old. His name is Rock Collins. He is from Rockstone Art and he is an abstract artist who is killing it, killing it. And he has such a dynamic smile and personality. So tune in next week as he shares his journey with us. And please, if you know any kidpreneurs that you would like to, me to feature on the show, please share this podcast. Come over to Facebook or Instagram, DM me and let me know who they are. I'd love to feature more children and their parents on my show. All right, make sure you tune in next week. Until next time, everybody have a great, great week.